It's time to brighten your Disney day with another episode of the Castle to Castle Podcast. 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 Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Castle to Castle Podcast, where we're here to brighten your Disney day. You're on with Ron. And Emily. And Jennifer. All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode here. And happy Thanksgiving. If Yay. you didn't listen to the episode right by Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, because we're coming gobble. up to that. It's just happy mm-hmm. holidays here. But we're super excited today. Actually, this one's a really fun episode here. We're, you know, we're in December now. We're coming up to mm-hmm. getting on the holiday spirit. There's some news around holidays in January and just seems it's to be just a- so magical. <laughs> it seems, no, to be seriously. A, seems to be a lot of stuff happening around <laughs> Disney every year around December and January. So it's kind of exciting. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, and speaking of the holidays, Emily, what's our first news topic of the day? So our first news topics of today is the Festival of the Holidays merch has gone online. So cute. It actually, so not just the merch, like the whole festival has started already. <laughs> um, but the merch is adorable. The color scheme is like gold and silver and green this year, and it's just very cute. I really like the pin. They do have an adorable pin. Like the pin, it looks it, like um, a white ornament. It looks like a Christmas ornament. It says Festival of the Holidays 2023. I think it's actually International Festival of the Holidays mm-hmm. 2023. Still but cute. It's adorable, and it's got like gold lettering. It's really cute. I like they the also, font that they picked this year. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's almost like Norwegian, like an like a. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's cool. No, it looks cute though. I I think all the merch really looks nice. Like I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have like a um, they have a second pin that says Festival of the Holidays annual pass holder. Oh, so AP's got an exclusive pin. Yeah, but they always do. Well, okay, but I didn't see what that one came out to look like. Oh, yeah. Is it um, white also, or is it a different no, color? It's a completely different pin. It doesn't look like an ornament at all. Oh, nice. Okay. It's, um, it's like green. Hang on, let me. So I get to go pick up two pins. <laughs> Yay! Reasons to spend even more money. It's not as cute though, but it does have all the icons on it. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Oh, okay, so it's like okay, that's kind of cute. All, it's like a really weird shape, but it's got all of the icons on mm-hmm. it. Sometimes and it says I feel the like world when they make like those pass holder pins, when they have like the pass holder little extra keychain thing right off the bottom, it's so weird. It just looks tacky. I wish they would just do in like fancy letters on I the agree. pin. That it's like almost like a first sale sign. <laughs> I mean, well, it's like this extra extension. It looks odd. I agree. You know what? So whoever's f- designing that, I don't know, man. It's funny you say that too, because I actually was upset with this at the Food and Wine Festival this year. Mm-hmm. They had a Food and Wine Festival magnet that was a pass holder magnet. Uh-huh. They took the exact same magnet and took the word pass holder off it and sold it as a normal magnet oh well that's nothing special though no it was it's it's figment as like a chef and he's wearing a chef mm-hmm. hat and there's all the different designs and he's holding like a pennant like a flag mm-hmm. and on the pennant the one says pass holder but on the regular one it was just an orange pennant so i was like you someone look at the was two. lazy yeah it's like oh Very crap lazy. we forgot to create a pass holder one hang on let me just write this in here and that upset me because I'm like, sometimes the pass holder merch is really, really cute and separate. It's its own thing. Yeah. And it, there really is like a an exclusivity to it. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm a pass holder and I get this. Mm-hmm. That but looked I, weird with the dangling. Yeah, that know. one looked weird. Kind of like an afterthought. Like, hey, yeah. this was a general pin and we like it, but we need a pass holder pin. So let's just add pass holder underneath it and then push it off mm-hmm. as that. Also, unless like some, 
I know some people like just put them up on your wall or whatever, but a lot of them, a lot of people still wear them on lanyards or put them on your back. Mm -hmm. And if you have an extra keychain hanging off the bottom, yeah, it takes up so much more real estate. So much space. Mm -hmm. So much more real estate. (laughs) Well, you only have so much room on a lanyard. Mm -hmm. See, I'm the type of guy, I will wear three lanyards during the day because I've got that many pins that I'll wear. I Mm -hmm. love doing that. I don't wear the pins to the park. I just like to buy them and put them on display. That's what I do. See, I never rewear pins. Like, if I buy them that day, I will wear them that day. Oh. Like, on a single trip. Like, if I'm there for a couple of days, I'll wear the same pins for the trip, and then they never end up going back. Then they get hung up when I get home. Oh. But if I buy them on that trip, then I put them on the lanyard and display my pins for this trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just... Well, you guys have seen from my TikTok videos, I leave them in the bag for a year. And yeah, they're like, I need, to, I need to put these up. It's okay. By the time my next trip's around, I'm going to unpack the first trip. I got you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I guess kind of got off track there a little bit. But um, the the rest of the merch, basically, we have a fluffy spirit jersey. Mm-hmm. So, just like last year, the Christmas spirit jerseys are covered in, like, fleece. They're fluffy. Um, and they say Festival of the Holidays, and they have the icons on them. Really cute. Um, you know, I find that funny huh. and I get it. It's Christmas. So you want like the fluffier stuff. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Not in Florida. But you're in Florida. Still. <laughs> I like that. Like I, I'm up there that for a few days. That merch is made especially for people who do not live there. Well, absolutely. Because I'm like, I'm up there for a few days next weekend. I'm staying at Disney so I can do the Jollywood nights and the Christmas stuff and like kind of yeah, do the festival and everything. And I'm like, it's supposed to be like 80 degrees three <laughs> of the days I'm staying. Yeah, I'm not like, wearing a spirit jersey. No, I'm in fluffy. shorts and a Roosevelt shirt. Like I'm, I'm rocking one of my new Roosevelt shirts. <laughs> but it's funny because like it's a cute spirit jersey, but – I'm in Florida and it's 80 degrees. I don't want a fluffy, mm-hmm. warm, wintry spirit jersey. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, we're both going on the trip. I'm going. And, like, I was packing um, this week because, like, he said, we leave next week. And <laughs> I was. Uh, Wait, you actually were packing this week? Oh, my God. I've never known Emily to pack for more than, like, two days before the trip. <laughs> I'm so you must be impressed. Excited. I'm very excited. Well, so like I did outfit <laughs> planning. So each day has like a theme and I switched one of the days because I was going to wear long pants. I'm like, I really probably not a good idea because the forecast went up again mm. from uh, 70 to 78. And I was like, there's yeah, just no, See, no and pants. that's like, I love doing Disney World in December and January because it does really get decent weather. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was there in January for Festival of the Arts last year when it kicked off, and there was frost on the ground in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. I wore a winter hat and jeans, and it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. I was awesome. So I'm like, I love going in December. I just can't believe we're 80 degrees two weeks before Christmas. Hopefully the it. weather changes, you know, because it's, you still got time where it can fluctuate. I'm hoping. Um... What else is for the festival of the holidays? We got we have a fleece blanket that matches the spirit jersey, and we have a mug and an ornament. Wasn't there a cookie jar? There is a cookie jar yes. for the cookie stroll, and we got a lounge fly and a zip up and a tumbler. That's it. What do you do? That was just so random. What was, what was that? That was me accidentally hitting a button and playing jazz music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. So what is next on uh, our list for the news? Well, next, we're, we're going to move the mouse away from my arm here. I thought you were switching <clears throat> segments too early. I'm <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, no. That was called uh, Ron hit the remote and started playing jazz music. Tiss, tiss. <clears throat> Oops. 
Um, but keeping in the love of festivals, Jen, what do you got on Festival Front? Yes. So we are sticking with Epcot for this time, the festival that's happening in January. And this is for the festival, the festival. Wow. I cannot talk of the arts. And it is so adorable. It is so artsy. Art lovers out there, art teachers are going to really love this stuff. We have a spirit jersey, of course, with figment on it, and it has a bunch of stuff in black and white, but figment is in color, has a frame around him. But on the back, it says, make every day a work of art. I'm like, oh, that is just so cool. Um, And then we have a, is it like a pencil holder or a mug? Something like that. I think it's a mug. Like, I think it's an actual yeah, coffee there's mug. There's no handle in the picture, so I'm like, uh, oh, maybe it's for a desk. So it is so adorable. We have Figment on it. It says the Epcot International Festival of the Arts, and then there's a bunch of pencils going around it. It's just it's so adorable. I love the merch that comes out all the time that they do for this festival. And then the last piece that we have is Figment going through a frame where his head's popping through it, and it is... um. A stuffed animal, and it also is, of course, it says Festival of the Arts 2024. It's so weird to see that number <laughs> on the new merch. So, yeah, it's there's only a few things that they have showed us, but of course, it is so figment themed, and I love how artsy it is. You know, I, I will say, Festival of the Arts is my absolute favorite festival to do, and I know this may be an unpopular opinion, but I honestly think. Food and Wine Festival is the worst festival Disney does. Mm. And I say this because the other festivals, yes, Food and Wine literally is for Food and Wine. But mm-hmm. every festival does some type of new foods and drinks and stuff mm-hmm. like that to try around the different parks any, or different countries anyway. Mm-hmm. But I love the Festival of the Arts because they actually bring in artists and they set up booths around International Gateway and all the way through the different countries. And you get to see them not only – they do artwork live, like they'll paint pictures there, Mm -hmm. but all their artwork is up for sale. And there's some beautiful paintings and photography. You name it. Mm -hmm. Every type of different art you can think of. And Mm -hmm. I bought a few pieces last year and I'm going this year, so I'm Mm going to do it again. But – I just love Festival of the Arts for the way that they embrace the arts, mm-hmm. that they bring the arts there. It's not just, oh, hey, we're artistic. Mm-hmm. They have the mural wall. They have the food stuff to try. Mm-hmm. But they have like – and it's literally like 10 or 15 displays with artwork that's beautiful artwork for sale. They have artists doing live things. Like they just really embrace the art. Same thing at the uh, Flower Garden. They do all the topiaries and all the different flowers mm-hmm. to look at, all the beautiful arrangements. And then you get food and wine. What do you get? A lot of food and wine. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you get back to Festival of the Arts. And you it's get not the- a special. No. There's not a, like these extra True. add-ons. Like we're saying artists, um, like performance art. They do that too. Um, yeah. Artists actually working on their art, all that type of stuff. And then even for, look what they do at the Festival of the Holidays, how much ridiculousness that, well, like how much extra. Well, that's what have. I'm saying. Like they really put on all the, like and the Festival of the Arts, they do the Disney on Broadway performances over oh, at the American yeah. Pavilion. And then during Christmas, they do the candlelight procession and the, the performances in the pavilion. Like mm-hmm. they really step it up and do all these different things. And I feel like food and wine has fallen Lazy. so far behind. It has. Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of like, oh, well, we need another festival, so we're just going to throw see, this like, in here. Food and wine used to be the big one because that was the one that you got all the fancy foods and everything mm-hmm. else. But then all the other festivals are like, hey, people really like the food. Let's do some creative food stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's great. But now there's nothing else left for food and wine. Like, I really wish they would mm-hmm. redo food and wine and come up with something else. As much as I love going to food and wine and I haven't missed it in a few years, 
it's really just the food and wine stuff. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. They do have some cute merch for it usually. Okay, a little bit of merch, but again, every festival has merch. But what I like with Festival of the Arts, you get to interactively stop and talk to artists, watch the performances of the Broadway, go paint the mural. Yeah. Like you get to There's do There's all that stuff to do and see and with that it's just food and wine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And half the time it's food over a trash can because there's nowhere else to eat. <laughs> I still find that another point. Like I, I saw a TikTok about that recently. Like they should really get some like tables, small tables. <laughs> Literally, they they didn't have, they don't have to be big, like the size of a TV tray, and line them up along the fence. You know what I wish they would do? I wish they would get rid of the fence and put in a bar. Not like a bar, like a bartender on one like side. Like bar just seating. But like a, it's like a fence, but a, a more of a wall, four feet high, and then putting a, a long bar table on the one end. So it would literally run the entire International Gateway, but would just be one long. For people to stand and eat Exactly. At. Counter height level yeah. bar. Uh, not this would... trash can thing. And I, exactly. I know people all... all... Oh, we're eating on the trash can. At the same time, do you realize how dirty that is? Like to yeah. me, I'm like, I get grossed out by trash cans. It's like it's gross. Like yeah, you so get it's over like it. I know, but <laughs> the, they're trash cans, and I don't know. When, then people are eating on it. Like they just need to have regular tables. No, I'm there, 100. percent But I always thought that would be the bar idea. That is amazing. See, that's what I'm saying. Like you use what you already have. It's not going to take up that much more room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would lose some of the aesthetic, if you will, because it's not. But I'm like, it would be so much more useful. They can make it a fancy bar fence. Well, you could. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of decor you could do with. I mean, honestly, different colors for different countries. If you wanted to go that far out, too, you could even install outlets. So there's charging capabilities on those. Like if you really wanted to take it out. Yeah, USB (laughs) ports. But at minimum, at least having at least having that countertop bar. Yeah, would do wonders for people to have yes. a place to stand and eat. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we need sit down tables or anything, but no, not even chairs. Just have an area for people, a surface area for people to eat that would regularly get wiped off and clean. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have trash. Like if depending on how high you made it, you could even put trash cans underneath the mm-hmm. bar. Yeah. So every so often, there's one along the wall for you to throw your food away in, but. You could put out napkin Pitch holders. Pitch this to the Disney company. Pitch We're this pitching Epcot. it now. Literally. Disney company, listen to this podcast. We got an idea. And I want royalties for this, Dan. We it. need to make this little segment right here into a TikTok and have this go viral. We do. We're going to make this viral. Mm-hmm. So all you fans out there, go onto our TikTok. You're gonna find this where we're gonna pitch this in a TikTok <laughs> form. Share the crap out yeah, of it. Seriously, send it to Tiger. Let's get him to build this. Like, let's do this. We're we are gonna do this, mm-hmm. and then we will forever be known as the people who built the wall. <laughs> I was just about to say oh that. I'm Jesus like, Jesus I, was, I was just about to say that. You have no idea. <laughs> get and, I, out. and I had some restraints. Both of you. This is our I wall. couldn't help it. Oh <laughs> I my was god. Say it too. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're still with us after that, we know you love us because, oh my God. Um, okay, well, moving into the third piece here, which is what I'm super excited about. At and Epcot? Again, More Epcot. Still Epcot. Epcot. It's, all, uh, it's an Epcot night. What all can I say? the news is Epcot. What Epcot. can I say? Epcot. Um, tomorrow night is the debut of the new Epcot show. Ooh, I'm so excited. I am actually super so excited. excited for this because I was... I mean, I was a fan of Illuminations, but not mm. like... Harmonious was amazing. And it's so sad it's gone. So I'm really hoping that this is going to be a night... Like, Harmonious was a nice stepping stone. Harmonious was cool. Like, I, I liked Harmonious. It was oh, not I loved the, it. 
it, it was not like it's, it, I don't know, it, it's not the, um, uh, what you call it? It was not my favorite, but it mm-hmm. wasn't bad. I just it was not a big fan of the barges. Oh, see, I, here's the thing about the new show. There's a huge barge in the <laughs> middle of the lagoon right now. Yeah, but I didn't think that was permanent. I thought that was coming in and out like the old shows. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Tomorrow night, we'll figure it out. And speaking of tomorrow night, we will mm-hmm. be there in Epcot to record it live. Um, so we'll have it up on our YouTube channel tomorrow night after the show. So if you guys do want to check out the brand new Epcot mm-hmm. show, we will be there and recording. Um, we'll get it on our channel tomorrow night. I'm so excited. I can't wait. No, I really am. RJ's going to fight the crowds for his most perfect spot. I will. I'm, I am going <laughs> to. Five hours ahead. I'm not I'm telling anyone here. where I'm, I'm not telling anyone where I'm going, but I <laughs> will be there. So if <laughs> He'll you mark see his me, territory. He'll just stay there. Okay, then. <laughs> no, you're just, you're just going to stay there. You're going to be like, this is my area. Go away. You'll see RJ there at 7 a.m. Just not moving. I, I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm not here for a figment popcorn bucket. I am here for my spot for the fireworks show. Hey, do not knock that figment popcorn bucket. <laughs> I got that at the Festival of the Arts last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I do have a figment bucket. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Luminous, the Symphony of Us, debuts tomorrow night at Epcot. So check it out. Mm-hmm. We'll have it on our YouTube channel shortly after it goes. But I'm excited for it. It should be a nice show. Like, I'm really curious to see what mm-hmm. they replace it with. And, you know, they've had enough delays on this show already. Yeah. So hopefully, it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I it was supposed to come excited. out in like October and then it got delayed all the way back to December because they didn't like the music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm just super excited. Yeah, my trip, my trip will be a couple weeks after your guys's, and then I can see it live. So yeah, Woo. so we'll have it up, we'll have it there. But that's it for the news tonight. Here, so check out mm-hmm. Luminous tomorrow. Festival of the holidays going on as we speak. Festival of the arts. It kicks off January third, January twelfth, Friday, January twelfth. Uh, the festival of the arts yep. kicks off January twelfth. So- to February 19th. Yep. So check out the Festival of the Arts, Festival of the Holidays going on right now. Luminous tomorrow night. A lot of crap going on at Epcot. So basically. Epcot. Epcot. See, basically, you just got to <laughs> go to Epcot. But all right, here, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Disney uh, today's Disney game. game. And Emily is our host, and she won last week. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if Jen can redeem herself, or oh she stays in the loser count. Over two. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to our game segment. I am Emily and we are going to play my game. So today I have a um, game like we did before where I'm going to give you three uh, clues slash fun facts about a ride or attraction and you have to guess said ride or attraction. Okay. Um, So we have a three tier system. So... The first clue that I read, if you guess it, you get three points. The second clue that I read, you get two points. And the first, you get one point. Um, And you get one guess per clue. So, all right. And then I split them up. So we're going to alternate between Disney World and Disneyland. Ooh, okay. Okay, I see But I know Jen doesn't know as much about Disneyland. So the Disneyland rides that I picked are popular ones or ones that have copies. Cool. Boo, cheater. shut up. Emily's cheating for Jen. I already know it. I'm objecting to the whole game. You should object. I've Um, still seen a lot of videos about the place, so I feel like I should be good. Okay. We'll see. All right. Don't worry. We're fixing that next year. Yep. Oh, yeah. Woo, D23. More details to come. (laughs) Emily, game time. And. All right. So. Hey, look, I did it right this time. 
Good job. Good. All righty. So we're going to start in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And your first clue is, I opened in 1955. That's a lot. Not a lot, but a few, yes. Pass. Same. All right. Your second clue is, I feature an overhead of the town of London. Jennifer. Yes. Peter Pan's Flight. Correct. Two points to Jen. My third clue was, I am the only suspended ride. Mm. Oh, okay. As in suspended as on a boat track. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are way, there's way too many opening day attractions still at Disneyland. So like, oh, <laughs> That's that why I do it like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So going from Disneyland, we're going to go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. I am owned. Your, your first clue is, I am owned by Mr. Gracie. Jennifer. Our- yeah. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Three <laughs> points. <laughs> Our second clue was, I have different versions all over the world. And the third clue was, California's version has a Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. (laughs) I couldn't get it out fast (laughs) enough. Jen is winning five to nothing. (laughs) Still early. It's okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. Back to Disneyland. At first glance, I look normal. But when you ride me, I offer a large thrill. You offer a large Jennifer. Thrill? Yeah. Mickey's Carousel. No. Oh. Because that one, people are like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. tame. Then you go on and there's women screaming their heads off. Oh, my God, get me off of this. <laughs> All righty. Yeah. Big Thunder Mountain. Wrong. Oh. Okay. Clue number two. I feature the face of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Wait. What? Oh, God, what's the name of it? Ron. I'm not giving it to you if you give me a vague description of what the ride is. It's the Ferris wheel. I'm not giving that I to you. I said that. I need the, you said carousel. Yeah, you said carousel. Oh, I did. Did you mean Ferris wheel? Yeah, that's oh. what I was saying, the Ferris wheel, because people yeah, are on no, it. It's, it. No, you, well, yes, you said carousel. Well, yes, that's what it is, but I need a name, or I'm not giving you the points. Oh. um. Look, I literally said Mickey's wrong- Wheel of Wonder. No. <laughs> That's what I seriously meant, and the wrong word came out. What the hell? That's okay. Um, it is called the Pixar Pal Around. Wasn't there one more clue? Oh, yeah, but you it was, I am the center star of DCA. Oh, yeah, that one helped. We knew what it was. We just couldn't think of the name. Yeah. It's the Pixar Pal Around. Well, oh, I meant ah. to say Ferris wheel. I said carousel. Carousel and Ferris wheel sound the same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Back to Disney World. Oh, I'm I have one of the most advanced animatronics at the resort. Ron. Yeah. Rivers and Navi. Wow. Yeah. Let's go. That was impressive. <laughs> My second clue was I highlight bioluminescent plants. I was going to say Rise of the Resistance. That's a good one, too. That no, is but I remember when Navi came out, that was the whole highlight. It had mm-hmm. the most advanced animatronic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third clue was a boat ride through a futuristic river. Mm-hmm. Ooh. All right, so RJ gets three points. Woohoo! I'm not getting shut out today. So it's <laughs> five to three. All right. Disneyland. I show the story of a young girl waiting for a different life. 
Ron. Yeah. Scary Adventures of Snow White. No. Okay. Clue two. You'll follow along with her crustacean friend. Ron. Yeah. Adventures of Little Mermaid. Yep. Little Mermaid. Woo! Two points. I would not have gotten that from that. You are Crustacean? now tied five to five. Oh. Sebastian. The third clue was... <laughs> it's the Sea Witch Mun. <laughs> the third clue was a pun. You'll fall head over tails for this adventure. Oh, man. Nah. <laughs> Alrighty. Disney World. The first clue. I am getting my first revamp since 1971. Ron. Yeah. Splash Mountain. No. Mm. Splash Mountain did not open in 1971. No. Oh, yeah. That was good. in the 80s. Yeah, good point. I don't know. I thought revamp. All right. Clue number two. I have walk around characters. Ron. You already get, oh, yeah. What? Country Bear Jamboree. Yes, Dang it is it. the Country Bear Jamboree. My third clue was I was the first attraction copied from Disney World to Disneyland. Mm. Country Bear Jamboree. Two points. Seven to two, RJ. Dang. Five. Seven to five. Seven to five. Sorry. I can't count. <laughs> Good thing it's written down. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right. I have first clue. I have a runtime of sixteen minutes. Ron. Yeah. Oh wait, are we in Lander World? Land. Oh. Ah. Uh, never mind. Ron passes. <laughs> I was gonna say Carousel Progress, well, but we're in Land. Well, as long as Ron does. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jennifer. Yes. What does Jennifer say? Storybook. <laughs> Something. Storybook Canal? It's only on the boat ride and you go yeah, through the, the Storybook ca- Land Canal and that's not it. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> Wrong right. one. My, that was pretty long. My second clue is I host a real human skull. Ron. Yeah. Aww. Pirates of the Caribbean. It is Pirates of the Caribbean. Dang it. Two points. Turn it. I'm getting a mean eye from Jen. <laughs> My last clue for that one was I am a boat ride in Magic Kingdom. So, <laughs> Oh, all right. That would have probably given away. All right. Is this the last question? This is the last one okay. in Disney World. Mm-hmm. When I was taken out of the park, it caused major uproar all over the internet. Ron. F- what? Great movie ride. No. Oh, so get out and let me finish oh, talking. Oh, That's what you get. Oh. When I was taken out of the parks, it caused major uproar among the online communities and social media. People. What does that say? Sorry, there's a typo there. <laughs> People gathered across the, the parks to protest my leaving. That oh, a, now I know a, what it is. It was a long clue. but Crap. It was very descriptive if you would let me finish. Well, I mean, Great Movie Ride did create quite an uproar when it was pulled out. Not as much as this one. Jennifer? Yeah. Splash Mountain? Nope. All right. Clue two. Okay, I thought it was Splash Mountain, so now I'm... I'm (laughs) Yeah. Clue two. Though I have left Disney World, I still have a home in Disneyland. 
Jennifer. Yeah. Snow White's Scary Adventure. Nope. Ron. Yeah. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It is oh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's right. Okay. Once you said has a home in Disneyland, I was like, what's in land that was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Final score is 11 to 5. Ooh, he came oh from the back. I'm so sorry. Oh, um, my final, comeback. my final clue was for my final clue for that one was, and the ride isn't complete until you visit hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. <laughs> Cause I am the champion. Shut up. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us for this game <laughs> segment right. today. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Thanks. We'll be back with the discussion topic in just a minute. Topic. everyone and thank you for listening to us with today's episode we are going to get into our discussion topic and so this one is going to go out to all of you first time disney goers out there and we are going to discuss are the disney add-ons like all the extra stuff that you have to pay for besides your tickets worth it for first time disney goers so ron list off the list <laughs> list off the list. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the important ones to talk about would be Magic Bands, mm-hmm. um, Genie Plus, Genie Plus, the Photo Pass, mm-hmm. Lightning Lane, yes. and the Dining Plan. Mm-hmm. Am I missing any of the others? I think that's kind of like the those are like the very the, those like, are the, the big, big ones. ones. The yeah, big and ones. maybe Mirrors too. I think we could talk about Mirrors as an add-on. I know it's not a Disney add-on, but it is one that yeah, a lot of first. So mm-hmm. I think Mirrors too. So yes. All right, so starting down the list is Magic Bands. Magic Bands. Do you think Magic Bands are worth it for magic first-time goers? Magic Bands are worth it 100%. I say it depends. See, I say no. <laughs> oh, my God. We really? got one of these. Timely, Interesting. You said yes first, so what's your okay. what's your argument? Magic Bands are so easy to use. Stop hitting play. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Someone My bad. take his computer away. Oh, man. Okay, so Magic Bands are very worthwhile because... Yes. Okay, Magic Bands are totally worth it. Um, first of all, they have your ticket preloaded on them, mm-hmm. and so you don't have to worry about it being on your phone, and you don't have to worry about it bringing the lanyard, and if you have the Magic Keys, you still have to get your keys out and, like... It's just not, it's the easiest way. It's not worth it to not do it. I mean, literally, Mm -hmm. like, I tried it for a whole trip where I wore my magic band one day and the rest of the time I used the the thing on my phone. Mm -hmm. And it worked great, except my phone died at about 5 p.m. and I had to get the magic Mm -hmm. band back out and put it back on. Um, Because then you're you're screwed. And also, (laughs) um, by one point, my phone was like overheating because it was Florida. Mm-hmm. And so I had to shut it down and restart it. And it's like just so many technological problems that could be solved with the magic bands. Mm-hmm. Also, also, you don't um, have to worry about like if it's not like the physical card or the the um, air tag thing that goes on your keys, mm-hmm. then you don't have to worry about carrying it around or losing it. And it also, it's way easier with like the fast passes and stuff just to beep, not fast pass, but Genie Plus just to beep, boop and keep going. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really easy to keep track of with kids. So I don't know. I think it's totally worth it. Okay. Jen, you said. I say it, it depends. So off the bat, 
Disney is different now. Years ago, you got your Magic Bands as complimentary as part of your package. So first-time goers, you automatically got them. Now you don't. You have to purchase them. It's an extra purchase you have to make. I would say that there are people out there who are the first Disney goers that they are going to be willing to dump a lot of money down. Those people are going to automatically get a Magic Band. Then you've got the people who are iffy on it. So I would really say then they should just get the basic line of magic bands don't get the magic band plus the ones that light up and all the x you know the extra stuff that they do you have to charge them (laughs) yeah i think it's silly just to charge them you don't need a magic band plus i would say get the magic bands and like the baseline ones that are not as expensive i completely 100 percent agree with everything emily just said you have it on your wrist. You can get in your room. You don't have to fumble for the card, all of that stuff. You can get into the park. You can, if you wanted to, you know, purchase things, you can have your credit card linked to there to go into the ride lines. Um, but there are options out there that you can have if you're like really iffy on and don't want to spend a bunch of money. If you have an iPhone, you can do that where you have where you can. Um, you set it up with the app and with your phone and even your Apple Watch to do that instead. So you don't have to spend the extra money on that. You can just have the card. So it really depends on, I say, the family on how much they want to spend. And that's why it says it, it really depends. But I I really am leaning more towards the it's a necessity part of the trip. Because there are people that are going to have their phones, like you said, Emily, they're going to die. Mm-hmm. And then, for example, Julia, her magic band, the... um. She didn't have it with her at first, and so she got the card from the hotel, and it was the biggest pain in the butt, and she says that after a day, I got pretty old of having to take the thing out and beep into it. So, yeah, but that's why I said it depends on how much money the family wants to spend, you know, when it comes down to it. And see, this is why I say no. I agree with everything Emily and you just said about the benefits of a magic band. Mm -hmm. I don't think magic bands are not good i own like six (laughs) like i'm all for magic bands but in the specific context of a first time goers to disney Mm -hmm. yes it is more convenient to have it on your wrist and not needing the card as much i'm there but most of the time newer goers to disney are families you're talking four maybe five people magic bands at 30 bucks a pop not the Magic Band Pluses. I'm just talking the regular colors. 20 30 bucks a pop. That's $120 you just spent just to have Magic Bands. While they are convenient, and if you spent the money, I'm not saying it would be a regret. I'm saying that as a travel agent, when I get families who are barely putting the money together to take their kids to Disney, really want that experience. They, I mean, it, it's a goal for every family. They're always, you know, you always get the families. I just want to take my kids to Disney. I want to say I did that. It's like a parenting accomplishment to afford to take your kids to Disney. <laughs> yeah. But it's things where you start getting into a budget issue and they're like, well, my kids want magic bands and they want like, is it worth it? Is it a regret? No, I don't think you'd regret it if you bought the magic bands. But I think you can function in Disney just as efficiently with the card and not need to spend $120 to $150 on magic bands. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's worth it. I think if it's something that you're going to be doing on a yearly basis, Mm -hmm. I think if you're a Florida resident, I think if it's somebody, you know, then yes, they become definitely worth it. They're definitely convenient. But a first-time family doing a five-day trip, Mm -hmm. $120, I mean, that's a meal right there. Right, but – isn't there an option when you purchase your tickets? Isn't there something where they will give an ex- a little bit of an ex- extra discount on just the basic ones? Well, yeah, they're still like 20, 25 bucks. Mm, I don't think so. 
Because last year when I bought mine, it was not no $20, I don't believe. If anything, it was around like maybe 12 or 15 All right, but even in that context, yeah. a family of four, you're still talking $60 mm-hmm. to buy bands that you're never going to use again. It, again, if you're doing yearly trips, that changes the context mm-hmm. a little bit. But in a straight up and down conversation, you just go to Shop Disney and go buy a Magic Band. Mm-hmm. See, I still disagree with you, though, because... It is a, a it is money. But everything in Disney costs money. Mm-hmm. And I right. mean, it'd be the same. It's the same thing. And honestly, especially in that context, if you have kids, that that poor that poor mom or that poor dad is gonna have five magic bands on his phone, and he's gonna well, scan that's and say, swipe and scan and yeah, swipe even and with t- the cards, you have to. Take out you're, all them all the time. Like it's gonna be a charade if you're especially with that big of a group of so, people. Not in so theory, much. because if you're gonna if if your dad's walking around, he's gonna see. And when you have kids, the kids are always playing on the phones and everything. Again, I'm advocating the card, not the phone. I don't think the phone's a great uh, idea. I'm advocating the card. And I think this is a little different between a male and female moment, too. A lot of females are wearing dresses or things that don't necessarily have pockets where, yes, it probably is a little bit more of a pain in the butt if you have to go into a backpack Mm -hmm. or a purse or a wallet, you know. Most of the guys are still in shorts or jeans where they're going to have pockets where you can keep all five cards just sitting in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Pull them out. Tap, 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 tap. You're done. You know what they should do? What should they do? You know how for the different festivals at Epcot, they will have the little gift card that yes. is on the like yes, the, on scrunchy the, the scrunchy band. Yeah. They should do that with the cards. But then they're going to be like, oh, but then you have the extra material that goes along with the cards and they have to purchase it then. I'll be totally honest. It's been a really long time since I used the physical card. Do they swipe them like a credit no, card? No, it, it taps. It's still RFID. It's tap. So people can so even like, put in the back of the phone case. one end is useless, right? Because you could like hole punch it yourself. I was just about to say that. You can bring a hole punch with yes, you. Yes, you, you could hole yourself. punch it. I've seen a lot what Jen just said. I've seen a lot of people do that where they take their card and they put it in their phone That's case and tap the back of their or, phone. You know what would work is those um, those cases on lanyards that you buy for like waterproofing phones mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that have like the little... I've seen people hole punch them and put them on their lanyards with their pins. Mm-hmm. So it's already there. And they just, see, mm-hmm. but this is what I'm saying. At. That card is free. It gives you an easy way to get in, get out, yeah. do your stuff. If you're a new person to Disney, you got a family of four, family of five. Even if Jen's right in there, 10 bucks a piece. That's still money that you're pumping out that you mm-hmm. don't necessarily need to spend. I it's not going to be like, shut up. This is your souvenir. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> you can walk around at school. Hey, look what I got, guys. <laughs> well, and see, this kind of rolls into my next piece. And that is the photo pass. Mm. To me, you're going to get magic bands are not something that is necessarily going to change the outcome of your vacation. Mm-hmm. Magic bands are helpful. They do provide some great use. But if you don't have a magic band, you are not any less Disney magic than if you have the band. There's no real impact to your trip. Whereas with the photo pass, I would say the opposite. That there is a huge impact in not having the photo pass on a first time trip. That's extremely more money. I think the opposite. I completely am going to flip you on this. I don't think photo pass is worth it. Oh, cool. Let's go. Okay, here we go. (laughs) It is so much money. If they can't afford magic bands, this is the, it's like the same amount. I know they're saying it's pictures with memories. I get that. But they'll have their phone with them. Just have them hand their phone over to no. the people to have pictures taken. And phones right now have amazing cameras. Yeah, it's that is so much money. See, here, again, <laughs> I know we're, we're going to go opposites on this one. 
You're a first-time family going to Disney. You want to capture everything that you can capture. RJ needs to befriend this first-time family that we're advocating <laughs> for. You are going to have a ton of pictures on your phone. No question. Not saying you're not. Mm-hmm. But all of your ride photos, your character meet and greets, your family photos, it's so much easier to just get into a group, get the professional photographer who can get different angles, who does different shots, and really gets a great picture. Everything's done for you. You don't need to worry about handing a phone to the photographer person or handing it to a different family or trying to find somebody to take a picture for you. It's already done. It's all well, convenient. And more importantly, the ride photos are my big one. Let's let's play off that point you just said then. Sure. If you're a first-time family going to Disney and you don't know how most of this stuff works or you're confused by it, mm-hmm. you're expected to... Scan your magic man and then have to figure out how to work the app and download all the photos and stuff. No. Because most of the times they won't. They you might do, not have a computer. <laughs> you, you do. Yeah, those saying. poor families that can't afford that <laughs> magic man. <laughs> first off, first off, you get an email after your trip that gives you a download link online. You don't need to use the app for it if you don't really want to. Second off, they live in there for a year, so it's not like you have to do it the next day or do it the day of mm-hmm. and not get it. But I'm telling you, just have them screen. They can, yeah, they can still get their pictures taken on the rides and just print it out with the watermark on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. if it's me, it's your first trip. Yeah. You want as many photos as you can physically get at Disney. You're serious about this too. I can tell because we're just like throwing the jokes around. You're just <laughs> like, like stone cold. You need the photo. Do not do it. <laughs> I only say this because I actually had a client last year that it was just it was it was only a family of three. Mm-hmm. One kid. And they wanted to do the photo pass, but they're like, you know what? We're not going to do it. It's expensive. Like, I, I, I don't want to spend 160 bucks on a photo pass. Uh-huh. Like, we're not going to. Okay, fine. Went to Disney, came home, looked at all the photos that they had taken, looked at with the watermark and everything, mm-hmm. looked at all the ride photos, the character photos, the family photos in front of the castle, because mm-hmm. they took them anyway. So they're like, well, hey, you know, we might. Yeah. And then they're like, damn, I wish I'd bought the pass. So then they did buy it. And that was $200. Because they charge you more after your trip than if you do it before your trip. So don't have the regret because it's going to cost you even more money after your trip. Now, again, the only reason I would say not to do this, if you're doing a weekend trip that's like a one-day trip, Mm -hmm. a two-day trip, no, it becomes more or less worth it. But if you're doing a five-day – like a standard four-night, five-day trip, you're hitting every park – that photo pass is just a flat fee of 160 bucks for your trip. Mm-hmm. It's not a per day thing like Genie Plus or anything like that. It is just a flat fee to get any picture you can at Disney. Go to Disney Springs, they have that photo studio. You can get free photos done at the studio and added right to your photo pass. Do any of the parks without I just for me, you're we're talking first time Disney goers. Those that are going to want to have as many memories as they can, get the photo pass. If you find after the thing you're like, "Okay, I didn't use this as much as I thought." That's a judgment call. Then you don't need to do it anymore because it's less valuable to you. Better you figure out you don't need it on future trips than regret buying it on the first trip and then having to pay even more money. I mean, 40 bucks. Heck, that's almost the family's magic bands right there. (laughs) And do it that way. So I advocate. I I say yes on the photo pass. Yeah, I vote no. Every vacation I've been on to Disney, we've never gotten it. Even when we went as a family with when we were little kids. So, so that's vote. another reason why, like, we've never ever done it, and we've 
survived and got amazing pictures where we've gone up with the characters. Julia's had her camera the exact same quality as them, handed it over. We've had our phones. We've taken pictures. We've gotten amazing stuff, and we did not need to spend $160. See, I don't think I've ever done a Disney trip without it. I love See, that's also it. why, because you've never done it without it. No, but I'm saying, I just love having the convenience of I it. I have done trips with them, and I still don't think it's... it's. No, I mean, I, I've you don't need to worry about getting your phone out and making sure it's on the right screen. You don't need to worry about, you know, I, I can't tell you how many TikTok videos I've seen of accidents when they hand your phone back and you drop it, or the photo person drops it, or they hand it to a random family and they drop it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't worry about any of that. You're just there. It's one more convenience it's one more easy thing to have. You don't need. Plus, the other thing is, too, you're thinking this in the first time family moment. You're more concerned with your kid getting an autograph with your character. You're not necessarily thinking, I need to make sure I hand the photographer guy my camera. You may not even know you can do that. And again, that's an education piece. I'm there. But mm-hmm. for a first time family, make it easy on yourself. Get the photo pass. One less headache. And if you find you didn't use it enough, sure. Then on the next trip, pull a gen and <laughs> just have them do it on your own phone. But I think the convenience and the ease of it, and you get some great shots. I think it's just worth it. Mm. All right. Interesting. Well, so like, speaking of worth it or not worth it, Genie Plus. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) I am. I need a lightning strike sound effect. (laughs) I'm split down the middle with this one. Same. Same. It depends I, on the wow, park. we're all on the same page. <laughs> I think it depends on the park. It depends on the, the time park, of the and year. The day and I think it comes down to one thing, and that is day of. Yeah. I mean, I, I, anymore, I have seen the parks be at capacity when you didn't think they were going to be at capacity. I have seen the parks be empty when you're shocked as hell on a Saturday that they should have been full. It's too hard to predict ahead of time mm-hmm. anymore. It, Disney is not, it, you know... I know people still do it, and they claim that they have a science to it. I don't. Yeah, people used to be like, "You have to go this week because it's yeah, the this is the crowd. lowest lowest crowd week no. in Disney." It doesn't There's exist no anymore. Way. There's no, no way. It's not the same. So you're anymore. telling them it's to wait, wait until they get into the park and I'm, then buy it. I'm telling them wait till they get into the park and look at the ride lines for the morning they're there. That's going to be your tell all. If you're already having rides at 45 minute wait times. Even 30-minute wait times, depending on the ride, and you're seeing it consistently, then get Genie Plus. But what if you – the problem is once you get into the park, people were up at 7, already booking a bunch of stuff already. Wouldn't you be jeopardizing the first several hours of space? But you only can book one at a time anyways. You're not going to miss that much out of it. But again, I'm – I've been to Disney. I've done whole trips where I never bought Genie Plus. I've done other trips where I bought it almost every day. Mm-hmm. There are days I bought it and regretted I bought it because we used it like three times and we're like, oh, I can mm-hmm. walk right onto this. I mean, how many times have you booked a Genie Plus, gone to the ride, and it's a 15-minute wait? So you wait the 15 minutes, ride it, get off, use your uh, fast, and get right back on and ride it again. You know, oh. it, That's smart. I've never done that. <laughs> oh. That's smart. I, I just did on my last trip. We had Soren. I grabbed a Soren because I really wanted to ride Soren that day. And I get up there and it was only a 10 minute wait. So we actually used our fast real quick, jumped on with the Genie Plus, wrote it. It was like, oh my God, that was so much fun. Got off and it was still 10 minutes. We went right back in line. I don't even know if I waited the 10 minutes. (laughs) Like you just jump on. So Mm -hmm. it's hard to gauge exactly if it's worth it or not. But 
I, I don't go into it with the plan of buying it. I go into it with the plan of I'm going to look at the rides that day. Mm-hmm. What do I want to ride and how long are those waits in the morning? Are you going to do the same for this trip? Oh, yeah. Like a great example. I'm First day I'm there, I'm going to go to Animal Kingdom for the day and then go over to Epcot. I'm not going to buy it that day. Animal Kingdom doesn't have a lot going on. I've never bought one at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I don't really think you need it. I, I don't. And honestly, you know, if I'm going to rope drop Animal Kingdom, I'll go straight to Pandora and knock out Flight and River Navi. So mm-hmm. I'm out of that corner. And Kilimanjaro, y- you jump on. But that one moves pretty quick. Even on a half hour wait, mm-hmm. it's, it's a pretty quick move. I'm not really worried about it. Yeah. And so by that time, I'm in Epcot in the evening. I'm going to ride whatever I can get on, but I don't need to Honestly, it. it's not like the newest or – well, actually, I was going to say not the newest or the biggest, but I think it is the biggest. But um, Everest is actually your kick in the teeth because it is an old-fashioned roller coaster. It takes forever to load and unload. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. even if the line is only 45 minutes, it's usually 45 minutes Plus another twenty minutes. For right, it's, it's a true, it's a true wait time. Yeah, so that honestly is your biggest kick in the teeth. With like flight of passage, it's only long when it's overloaded because it only takes two minutes to get in and out of that ride. Sure. Mm-hmm. And like Navi River Journey is pretty much continuous, so like the line moves fast even when it's there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now it does get crazy, like oh, 60, yeah. 70 minutes, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, like, but even – and then in that case too though, remember Flight of Passage is a lightning lane. It's not Disney – or Genie Plus. That too, that too. So you wouldn't even buy Disney Plus in that – or Genie Plus in that yeah. case. You just yeah. buy the lightning lane mm-hmm. if you really want it. I, You know, that one is totally a game day decision for me because most of the time, you know, I, I like to gauge it on weird rides. Mm-hmm. Like I gauge if I buy Genie Plus based on Pirate's wait time in Magic Kingdom or by – Buzz Lightyear's wait time at Magic Kingdom. Like, I don't base it on Peter Pan or 7D. Because mm-hmm. that's always regardless. It's always. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you can, it doesn't matter the day. If you can find long. Peter Pan for a half hour wait, run to Peter Jump. Pan. <laughs> Get the pixie dust and Bull fly to down, Peter Pan. Knock over the strollers and the Yeah, <laughs> but like scooters. Pirates of the Caribbean, that moves pretty quick with the amount of loading and unloading and the fact of how many boats you can put on. Mm-hmm. So if Pirates of the Caribbean's in an hour, I'm concerned yeah if pirates is only 15 to 30 minutes i'm not concerned mm-hmm. it's never been a half hour unless they have a breakdown you're not waiting a half hour you're waiting mm-hmm. 15 20 minutes because that thing moves yeah same thing on buzz lightyear sometimes i just like though when you got the genie plus you could like it just helps you i feel like get more done in a day that's the other thing it can but again i come back to what's available on time wise because that's the other piece that can hurt i've gotten genie plus before and we rode Pirates and jump from Pirates to Haunted Mansion and from Haunted Mansion jump to Winnie the Pooh. But the problem is then it was like the next time to do anything in order, like I want to go ride Little Mermaid, I couldn't get a time for two hours. And it throws off your schedule. Yeah, Genie Plus, you kind of do a zigzag across the park. I'm going to do Jungle Cruise, then I'm going to ride Buzz, then I'm going to go ride Haunted, then I'm going to go ride Little Mermaid, you know, because you got to base it on the times available in Genie Plus, which again, I don't know if if that's worth it either. You got little kids, that is a lot of walking Mm -hmm. versus running the circle and starting a jungle cruise, going to pirates, going to the Thunder Mountain, going to Hall of Presidents for a quick nap, going to Haunted Mansion, <laughs> go to fan- like just make the circle. Mm-hmm. I-, I don't know if it's necessarily worth it in those scenarios. Mm-hmm. Plus, depending on the size of your family, that ain't cheap either. Oh, I true. know. Like, Very true. That's the, that, yeah. I am happy they went to a tiered system on pricing. So, you know, you're at Animal Kingdom, you're not paying $25 a day like you would in Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. That always irritated me, too. 
Like when you're at Epcot or you're in Animal Kingdom and you're paying the same price as if you were in Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the rides are good in the parks. Don't get me wrong. It's not like a quality issue. It's a quantity issue. Mm-hmm. And so I am happy they went to a tiered system. But the other problem is if you're planning a park hopping, then you pay the max price. Yeah. So 25 bucks a day times a family of four again, you're 100 bucks a day on a mm-hmm. standard four-night, five-day trip. That is $500 you have just spent on your trip just to get on stuff faster. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if that's worth it. But if you decided to go over 4th of July and your parks are hitting capacity every day, mm-hmm. probably a lot more worth it than if you're going in September to enjoy food and wine and mm-hmm. everybody's back in school and your numbers are half what they you know are in the summer. Mm-hmm. Though I think you're nuts if you ever go over 4th of July and – Disney, but you know, <laughs> to each their own. No, yeah, it's it's packed. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, never again. I melted to the pavement. Never mm-hmm. again. Mm-mm. I feel like Disney. Well, I keep saying Disney Plus. Wow, I know. I Genie keep wanting to say Plus. Disney Plus. Genie Plus. I feel like that one is. It's always a huge debate. I remember when it first came out. I was like, I want to boycott it. I don't want to be buying this, and. Spending the extra, but then we went into the park and just were like, oh, crap, I think we really do need to get it. But there were days with certain parks that we didn't get it and we were completely fine. But, you know, like I said, that was Animal Kingdom that, you know, but when you get to these other parks, so if there are these long lines, it's it's really hard. It really is. Well, and, you know. It's a bad. It's a big and bad decision, an annoying decision you have to make. Yeah, and and that's where when it was free before, mm-hmm. it was handy because oh, it was so, so much good. nicer. Well, you just didn't. You got to. I don't want to say you didn't three of them out before your trip. Yeah, I don't want to say you didn't care, but like you're going on this thing, you get free picks. You pick the top rides you want to do, and make sure your kids can get on Frozen mm-hmm. or your kids can get on whatever they yeah. want to get on, but. At least when it was free, you're like, okay, I didn't use them. Well, okay, it was free. I don't care. But now that it's paid, now all of a sudden you're like, am I seeing the value in this? Is this worth it to me? Right. Plus then it's the whole factor of you've got your big popular rides that are not even included in G- Genie Plus. Then you got to then pay Lightning Lane on top of that if that's also a ride you want to get on too. Right. Okay. So <laughs> kind of spinning into that, um, what about Lightning Lane? Do you think Lightning Lane is worth it? For a first-time family. Lightning Lane is definitely worth it because it's only available for the rides that you're going to wait two-plus hours for, and it's 100% worth it. I cannot tell you, I stood in line for Rise of the Resistance for over two hours. It is the longest I have ever waited for a ride in my entire life. I... I literally, my feet were so tired that I ended up sitting on the ground, just on the concrete... I was exhausted, it was hot, and it was long, and the ride broke down twice while we were in line. It was over two hours that we waited, and mm-hmm. it was insane. And a lightning lane would have saved our butts, but we were like, well, it's, it's and it was a busy day, so the lightning lane was up to like $30, and we were like, mm-hmm. it's too much, it's not worth it. We should have done it, it would have been so worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know that that it's funny you say it like that, Emily, because I agree with you 100%. While I don't think Genie Plus may be worth it, depending on the day, mm-hmm. I think your Lightning Lane almost pretty much is. If that's a ride you want to ride. Unless you get on a really random dead day, it is 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. Well, and C2, the other thing I'll, I will caution on is check your times before you buy a Lightning Lane. Oh, for sure. I got burned on this in Paris. And I was super, super ticked. We were at uh, Disney Animation Studios that day. Mm-hmm. And we had just ridden uh, Crush's Coaster. 
we did the early park entry. So it was 9.30, park opened. We got there at 8.30. We waited, I think, like a half hour for Crush. No big deal. And while we were in line for Crush, I'm like, I really want to do the Iron Man roller coaster. And I was like, by the time we get off Crush, it's going to already be open. I'm worried, you know, California, Marvel uh, Avengers Campus gets busy quick. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I went on. I spent 30 euros, bought a lightning lane for Iron Man coaster. Mm -hmm. We got off a of Crush. Puked a little bit because that was a little wild. And by like, I'll say 9, 45, 10 o'clock is we started walking over to Avengers Campus. We get to Avengers Campus. Catherine goes to sit on a bench. I'm going to ride the coaster because she doesn't do upside down coasters. Great. No problem. I get on. It is a five minute wait. Oh, my God. So what is 30 euros? Like $35. So it's 35 for US dollars. Yep. Oh, my God. That is horrible. So I waited. Like two oh minutes my God. for a five minute line. Oh my God. So I wrote it twice, but was not happy Ugh. with that. But it's one of those, the park wasn't open yet, so I mm -hmm. couldn't check the wait time. And That's I was worried that was going to be though. a rope drop thing. Some of these it lightning lane rides, you got to get on there at seven o'clock because they go like that. Yeah. I will That's say though, I think thing. that definitely had something to do with where he was because Paris Disney Studios is one of the lowest attended parks in Disney. Which everywhere. is ironic because that actually was my favorite park. Mm. I liked that more than Disneyland Paris. Huh. I really, really did. That my absolute all-time amazingly favorite Disney show in any property, not just Paris, property I've ever been to was in that park. And that was the Pixar show. That mm. was out of this world, blew me away, so freaking awesome. Plus, that's also where Mickey and the Magician is, which is another amazing, fantastic stage show that, again, blew me out of the water. <laughs> I love Mickey and the Magician. I've seen that one. Yeah. The, both of the shows, I think, were better than anything I've seen in World or Land. Wow. They were phenomenal. Plus, the Avengers drone show. Oh, that was so cool. Seeing the videos of awesome. that when you guys came back, that was so awesome. Oh, it was amazing. So, favorite park. But, to the original point, got completely burned on a $35 mm -hmm. Lightning Lane because I got, you know, okay, I get to ride it, but yeah, mm -hmm. no, I, w I was not happy. But we also bought one for Peter Pan and we were standing in front of Peter Pan and it was an hour and 10 minute wait for Peter Pan. We went in next door to the Beauty and the Beast uh, quick service there. I can't think of the name of it. Mm -hmm. Sat down, ate lunch, bought a Lightning Lane, went on, waited 15 minutes and boom, I'm on Peter Pan. It was great. Good. So if you're going to buy a Lightning Lane, Triple, triple freaking check. Yeah. Go to that ride check the line before you buy the lightning mm -hmm. lane for it. But like for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, like that's a no brainer. Just get the pass. Like just get lightning lane because like how like, the lines are always so long for it. And yeah. if that's a ride that you really want to go on, you're. See, that's the hard part. It's like Everest. It's a traditional coaster. So mm -hmm. loading and unloading takes a little bit. Yeah. It's not, it's you one know, of my it's, favorite and rides, same thing so with like, Thunder Mountain. It's a great ride, but it just. Loading Traditional at least with Thunder coasters take longer to mm -hmm. load and unload. The only thing I'll say is with Thunder Mountain is at least they have the two train tracks. Like mm -hmm. you can load on the left while the That's right true. goes, and then the right loads while the left goes. So you're doing a little fast. Seven D doesn't right. That's only just one, That's one load track, track yeah. right? I'm not remembering that wrong. That's just one. It's just yeah. one. Okay, I didn't ride Seven D last time I was there, so it's been a hot minute. Um, but so that was smart. Then they did that with Big Thunder. So you think they would have and like Space Mountain? They would have. Oh done yeah, that. And Space Mountain does the same thing. The left and right load, and in. In Paris, Hyperspace Mountain does a left and right load, too. Mm -hmm. There's two of them in, in There Paris? is. There's a left and a right. Yeah, you go down the center and they send you to the left or send you to the right. I did not know that. So, But there's only one launch, too, right? There is one. Oh, yeah. but they it's, go it's, one at a time? Right, but it's just like but Thunder Mountain. Loading. Like but left, they go do, 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 and meet in the middle. Correct. Like, oh, okay. 
I was just trying to like rethink. It makes you wonder why they didn't do that with all their coasters then. Probably space. Yeah, they do it for a lot of coasters. So then why the heck for some... mm. Well, especially because like half these coasters were built before the other coasters. Exactly. It wasn't like new technology. Yeah. No, it was probably just a space thing because 70s right in the middle of new fantasy. Oh, well, they could have taken more space up. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I mean, you're only talking a second loading track. You really Mm -hmm. are that much more wired. I don't know. Same thing like when you look at, um, um, yeah, now I lost my train of thought. But I was going to say, look at this ride because they could have done the same thing and I don't remember what ride it is now. <laughs> Would it um, be? Um, rock, um, rock and Roller Coaster. Oh, I was going to say um, Cosmic Rewind. Well, Cosmic Rewind too. But see, Cosmic Rewind, it's, it's only got the one loading track. But because it's got like that pre-show, you're actually firing like three coasters at once. You know, mm-hmm. the, the one gets through the pre-show week. and goes and then. Another one's the pre-show and then another mm-hmm. one loads. Next week, I am riding Cosmic Rewind oh, for the first oh. time, and I am losing my mind. Oh, I'm I am so excited. Excitement. Oh. I, oh, my God. I can't even tell you. Tron and Cosmic Rewind are the two things that I will peel my skin off for. I'm so excited. Now, I, I have done Cosmic Rewind. I'm so excited to take Emily on that. I love it to death. Every time I hear the Rule the World song, I get like PS. PTSD. I want Kana. <laughs> like, oh my god, they're right. Oh. Really, unfortunately, I guess the most rare one to get is Conga, but that's the one I want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But so let's see what else is on our list for this. Um, I, think, I think that's everything. No, nope. we're t- no, 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 dining. No. Dining plans. Dining oh, plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dining I am plans an, are not weird. I am a no. I am a no. Jen, are you a yes or a no? It's hard. It really honestly depends on, I guess, the route the family is going to take with it. They need to see, like, if they would be saving any money. Um, these last several trips, because they were not, it was not available, we've not done it. So at this point, I would say no. But if this is a family that really wants to do a bunch of, like, not rides, wow, a mm-hmm. bunch of sit-down dining that this they could honestly save money from doing the dining then i would say get it but honestly no it's not necessary it's so not worth it because you don't want to do a whole bunch of sit down dining in disney that's like a big thing it's going to take up a huge chunk of your trip and it's way overpriced it's just not worth it and especially with a family like that the kids aren't going to eat all of the meals 90 percent of the time you can buy one meal for two kids and the dining plan doesn't allow that. And mm-hmm. then you end up with like a bajillion snack credits at the end and you cash your That's life the out problem. On- the snack credit thing, I feel like that is the biggest issue from that thing. So there's so many things that you have to cash in at the end and I'd rather them give us more than less though. But, yeah. But my true. But my thing is like that's just it, it's too much of one thing and not enough of the other. Like, it's just yeah, but I see, here's it's not the, worth it. The other thing to remember too is, first off, with the dining plans, they do not include tip. So that too, yeah. You get a two hundred dollar bill for dinner. Great, your meal plan's covered. You still got a tip, and twenty percent. Heck, I'll even say ten percent. You're still paying twenty bucks a dinner, mm-hmm. just in tip. Yeah, and that's assuming you're tipping low at ten percent. Twenty percent, you're forty bucks in tip. So. It's not a fully all-inclusive thing. Like, mm-hmm. when you go to a Sandals resort or Beaches resort, tipping's not allowed. 
Like it's an all-inclusive. You get your thing. You are not allowed to tip. Yeah. So it is a true all-inclusive. I know Disney's trying to get you to that all-inclusive feeling. I get it. Yeah. But tips aren't included, which throws a lot of people off because if you're there for five days, do a dinner a day, mm-hmm. 40 bucks. I mean, a family of four, you could easily hit a $200 dinner. Yeah. Especially if the parents are going to have an alcoholic beverage or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's 40 bucks a day in tips. Mm-hmm. Not only that, on top of everything else, people forget about the snack credits. Like Emily said, that one's a big one. Mm-hmm. So they don't end up getting that. And the other thing that I get a lot of people that run into problems with is you're required to have the dining plan for the amount of nights you're staying in the hotel, not the amount of nights you're going to the park. Mm-hmm. If you're splitting it with Universal and going over to SeaWorld for a day, going to Universal Orlando for a day or two, you still have Disney dining credits. Yeah. Even though you're in Universal. And guess what? Universal doesn't take Disney dining credits. <laughs> yeah, not quite. <laughs> so depending on how you do it, you end up stacking up sit-down dining mm-hmm. where, okay, great. You're going to stack two in one day or something like that. But again, it comes to but then it takes now up you're half forcing your – well, it takes up half your day and now you're forcing yourself to go do another sit-down. It may not have been on your thing, but you're like, oh, we got the credit. We have to go do it. Yeah. You're now forcing yourself to do it. Mm-hmm. What I typically tell clients to do, take the price of the dining plan. Put it on a separate card. Put it on a gift card for Disney. Mm-hmm. Use the gift card. On your last day or your trip, if you've got extra money on the card, there's your mm-hmm. souvenirs before you go home. Boom, yeah. you're done. The other thing is I'll tell clients to scale it back depending on how many people there are. But like, you know, okay, let's say it was $1,500 for the dining plan. Put 1000 on a gift card. If you run out on the second to last day, okay, you might have to pay a little out of pocket. Mm-hmm. But you at least allocated the money in its own way so you're yeah. not spending it. You're not like, oh, God, how much is this going to – No one's forcing you to buy anything. Correct. You but know. you can do that all on quick services. You don't need to do the sit-downs. Mm-hmm. It can do the snack credits. Now, I mean the new dining plan does have a, a snacks quick only option. You don't have to get the sit-downs in the dining plan. Mm-hmm. But in either version of this, I think it really handcuffs you on what you can yeah. do, what your abilities and offerings are. I don't like it because it handcuffs you down to – I agree. You have to use the credits. You have to do this. You have to do that. The thing is, though, I feel like everybody was so gung-ho and all into the dining plans when that was that was the offering. When they were taken away from us and we were just, you we know, getting our meals on our own, it. it was a realization that we don't need the dining plan. No, and how much are, we're, we're saving more or we can be more flexible or, oh, we don't have to shove down an extra treat in the afternoon just to be, mm-hmm. oh, no, we're going to lose this. Well, Remember too, pre-COVID, it was different too. Disney used to use the dining plan as promo all the time. Book a trip between X date and X date, get a free dining plan. That is true. Get get free dining plan or get free kid dining plan for every adult dining plan purchased. Like there was some significant value in dining plans if you could get it on a promo season. Mm -hmm. I mean, if your kid eats for free on a five day trip, yeah, okay, you, you you know you get. That's still like that's to Emily's point. Kids don't eat full meals now. You don't yeah. feel like you're wasting your kids' meals right. because you bought the adult meals. Hey, or, a lot of times you can get the kids' meal as an adult, and well, that eat too. Some you of can, it too. Yeah. I, I do that quite often. A lot of the quick services. I'll order kids' meals if I'm not super hungry. Mm-hmm. Like a lot cheaper, and you still get a decent amount of food. We like, did it's that not our bad. last trip. Like I know, like one time for breakfast, we just ordered the kids' thing just for it to be cheaper, have a lesser like proportion, and it was awesome. So like I know this trip, there's probably a time or two for lunch we're going to probably pick the kids' option instead. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, too, it's smaller versions of the adult meals. Yep. Like it's not like you're just getting a chicken no. finger you know, kid Still thing. same Mickey waffles. Still same <laughs> Mickey waffles. You just get two instead of four, you know? <laughs> 
But no, I, I'm a hard no on Disney plans. And I tell my clients that quite often. Mm-hmm. I get pushed back too. They're like, well, you know, we want the all-inclusive feel. And I get travel agents that are like, Ron, you're nuts. If you sell a dining plan, you get better commissions on it. I'm like, yes. But then my clients come back to me and are mad when they get back yeah. and be like, we wasted nine of our 12, cre-. you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we wasted these credits it. and st- I hate it. So I just tell them, don't do mm-hmm. it. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. First time, second time, third time, 10th time. I, yeah. I don't I don't like the way the dining plans are built up. I don't like the price of the new dining plans. Makes sense. I don't like they haven't uh, – so far, they haven't brought back any of the dining plan promo. The only thing they did do was that hotel credit where if you stayed at a value resort, you got X amount per day. A moderate, you got X amount in dining gift card. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that was you couldn't use any other discounts or promos. And at the same time, the Disney Visa promo was actually a better promo and you saved more money by doing that promo than getting your Disney dining credits on a per day. Right. Yeah. So they the have Disney not... Visa like discounts and the Disney Plus ones have like been very good lately compared to the other ones in the past. Yeah, I'm not a good advocate for the Disney Visa card. I'll give you the the Disney Plus discount was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm He's mad because of Europe. Well, okay, yeah, I'm super mad because of Europe, but. <laughs> I'm mad in general. I shouldn't say mad. Mad is a very bad word to use. <laughs> frustrated. Not, Not even frustrated. Just when I got the Disney Visa card, I got this before a trip in like 2017. I got the card because I'm like, you know what? This is going to be great. We'll get discounts when we're in Florida. Mm-hmm. We get the financing options on the trips. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend all my money and get the Disney reward dollars and stuff. It's great. Yeah. But when you really compare the Disney Chase Visa benefits to like other credit card benefits, mm-hmm. Disney Visa sucks. <laughs> If you don't do the premium, the premiere, you're only getting 1% back. Yeah. You look at um, Hilton Amex card, they give you 10 points per dollar spent for a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Look at the United card, they give you miles to your flights. Mm-hmm. You know, even the Quicksilver is 1.5% cash back, which is more than the dollar back you get on Disney Reward. So it's not even that good of a payout unless you pay the annual fee and then you get 2%. Oh my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Second off, the discount in the parks, you only get a discount if you spend $50. So if you go and buy a pair of ears for $35, there's no Chase Visa discount. It's going to be $50 or more to get the discount. Yeah. So how many times are you really spending more than $50? You know, you basically got to save all your souvenir buying for the same moment to get a good discount. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you kind of lose out on a lot of discounts by buying them piece by piece. Oh, I'm going to go buy like two or three pins for $25. There's no discount. Mm -hmm. So Chase Visa it really to me isn't worth it. And it kind of comes back to the dining thing. I haven't seen the value in the option yet. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the offering that it has. Mm-hmm. So to me, dining plan just doesn't make sense at this point. Now, if they come back and do those old promos again, mm-hmm. I see a great value in doing the dining plans and telling people, Hey, get the dining plan book this time. You get a free kids dining plan. It saves you, you know, whatever, 600 bucks a kid and they eat for free. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more worth it. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of points that you can weigh the odds on, but yeah, the dining plan, it's, I don't, it's just one of those things though that, you know, everyone thought it was the greatest thing in the world at first and now we're all like, yeah, no. <laughs> we grew, we learned. Yeah. yeah. So kind of summarizing, magic bands, we're all split. Mm-hmm. A yes, no, and a maybe. Yep. Um, photo pass, we're a no, no, and a yes. Mm-hmm. Genie Plus, I think we're all no or like situational. Situational. Yes, yeah. maybe. We're all maybes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lightning Lane, though, I think we're all yeses. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Dining Plan, we're all no's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're not much of add on people. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I am curious at home what you guys think and what you guys, 
you know, which add-ons you guys do on your trips. Mm -hmm. When you did your first Disney trip, did you just go all in and buy everything? Or did you totally say, I'm not spending any extra money Mm -hmm. and do nothing? You know, kind of what did you guys do? It also depends because these weren't always around. There are people on their first Disney trips years ago, they're... You know, yeah, there, there was no magic bands. Was no magic bands. There was no lightning lane. They the photo pass, the photo pass is that CD you would buy. You would get a one of those Kodak stickers and yeah, go to the front and get them on changed, a CD. It changed a lot over time. Like you can get a picture actually printed at the park, and they would give it to you. That's what we had with with Ariel with Paris Little Mermaid. Still does that. Paris still does that. Every ride photo, you get off the ride, you go into the gift shop, yeah. there's a photo station. And you... I wish they would do that. Like To me, that would be like worthwhile. Like, you can get the special like, thing no, printed there. It was expensive. And... Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. I paid 80 bucks for the photo pass at Disneyland Paris. Individual ride photos were like $20 a photo. Mm. Like, it okay. got expensive fast hmm. if you didn't do the photo pass. But, yeah, over time, though, things have completely changed. So maybe like, yeah, when you first did your, you know, your first Disney trips when this stuff didn't exist, you know, yeah. let us know how that went. And even then, when this all came about, were you doing these add-ons to your trips? Did you keep them? Are you taking them off? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, let, let us, us know. know. Check out all our social media channels. As always, like I mentioned before, our YouTube channel is constantly getting new ride POVs and different content. We're going to start doing some actual live review stuff and live vlogging from Disney, um, starting with the Festival of the Arts in January. So we got that to look forward to here on the horizon and some other things going around the tips and tricks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So check all of our social channels out, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. God, we got a lot of social channels now. <laughs> we do. <laughs> and as always, to castletocastlepodcast.com. You can listen to all our episodes on anywhere you find us. But We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us here. As always, I thank you, and you all have a great night. We'll see you here next time. Bye, guys. Just for Jen. (laughs) Just for Jen, I had to. Oh, man. Wants to. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Castle to Castle podcast. Make sure you check out our social media and visit us online at www.castletocastlepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next time and we will brighten your Disney day as usual.